0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back. First things first, back after a week off, Jenna Wolf, Nick Wright, Kevin Wilds, Greg Jennings is with us. Ooh, we missed a lot, but we're going to get to a lot. Jam-packed show today. Number one, why is LeBron James on a revenge tour? Why is Kevin Durant so fired up this time? And Mike Tyson showing no mercy towards his latest opponent. All those stories and a little Cam oh, Newton sprinkled in, which is where we start this morning. Oh, the story that single-handedly ruined Nick Wright's vacation, the story that meant he would now have to root for the New England Patriots. The new quarterback great. under center in New England, your guy, Nick, Cam Newton. Cam in the packs, agreeing to terms on a one-year deal over the weekend with a base salary of just over a million dollars. Cam pulled up to the stadium Saturday to take his physical and to finalize his deal. His outfit, Looking great. on point, his physique. I mean, the guy looks like he's about 250 pounds of solid muscle right there. All right, Nick, Cam and the Patriots, they are now married together. The question is, is New England a contender now that they've got Cam Newton under center?
1: I'll say it. Yeah, they are. Of course, <laughs> yeah. they are. Oh, is,
2: yeah. Say it with gusto, is, Nick. The, Say it proud. What an awful day for America. I mean, I oh. listen. I, I, I thought our long national nightmare of twenty years, mostly uninterrupted of patriot excellence, was finally going to skid off the tracks. And I still thought they would be good. I still thought they could win the division, which is why the addition of Cam Newton, of course, makes them Super Bowl contenders. Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots. That's your power uh-huh. rankings in the AFC. I don't know how anyone could have it any different. I, I, listen, I'm happy for Cam. I'm just sad for everyone else, primarily myself. I, I, I it, Listen, Wilds, I'd love to be happy for yeah. you. But I can't be, because you, you ruined, you intentionally, it's like you timed it to the moment I set foot in Los Angeles to try to enjoy a week out of New York City. You called me, Uh-oh. and you tell America what you said, because I thought sure, I thought sure. something terrible had happened to me. Go ahead, tell them. It's awful.
1: <laughs> so I, it's I, awful. I, I was I was in Long Island, Jenna, just there were sailboats out there, and I was having a Modelo with a lime in it, and I and I heard I uh, just it. a voice in my head like Field of Dreams. Check your phone, <laughs> check your phone, and, and I, I I look at my phone and it says 26 seconds. Cam Newton to the Patriots. said, surely this is a mistake. It's one of those Twitter tricks. I look at it again, it's real. And Jenna, I swear to God, flowers start sprouting up next to me like when E.T. comes back to life. (laughs) That's the Patriots dynasty coming back to life. And I looked at my family and rainbows are coming out of my mouth. And they're like, oh, they feel like they're Uh, like when people uh, have out of depth experiences. Like I feel pure love. And I said, I have to call Nick Wright. I go out where I have service, I call Nick Wright, and Nick Wright said, what's going on? What's wrong? I said, you didn't see it, I'm laughing. And Nick Wright, I don't know, maybe you hung up on me on purpose, Nick, or it was the power that I I, I was emanating, dropped the signal, be like, I've got to call you back. And then I think he tweeted something. But go ahead, I was just pure love. Greg, can I just jump in? No, Nick begrudgingly
0: texted me as well after you called Nick. Nick then in turn texted me. I was in the middle of dinner and I got these begrudging well wishes. I wish you and Steph the best
2: of luck this year with it. It killed (laughs) and pained (laughs) him to do it. You know it did, Nick. Greg, Greg, Wilds called me and said, Have you seen Twitter? And I said no, and whenever someone says that to me, I assume something, uh, 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 some old, awful tweet of mine has surfaced, something has happened to me, I'm trending for the wrong reason. Somehow, when I saw this, Greg, it was worse news. I wish it was, something I tweeted back in 2012 was being thrown at me. That, uh, it, uh, now, maybe I'm too emotional on this, Greg, but I look at the Patriots as, at, they won 12 games last year, with substandard quarterback play. I think a healthy Cam's going to be better than Brady was last year.
3: Yeah, I'm excited for the Patriots. Believe it or not, I'm excited for Cam Newton more than even the Patriots because this is an opportunity for Cam Newton that he's never really had. Um, He's on a team that is one of the best coach teams, if not the best coach teams that we've ever really witnessed uh, with a couple asterisks. Um, And then you look at just the defensively, offensively, the balance, the understanding of it's not going to be solely on Cam Newton. I love this situation for Cam, but for me, when I look at them being a contender they were always going to be up there as far as wins and losses because of just how they're coached they have a culture of winning you don't retract that by just taking away one player now you lose some games possibly but you still have that culture intact you add cam newton and you get him up to speed to where he's on the field and he this is this is the baltimore ravens all over again this is the Kansas oh, yeah. City Chiefs all over again. And why Let's am I go. saying that? Because what 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 separates these teams are what's <laughs> under center, what <laughs> they have under center, <laughs> and what can't be accounted for. Nick, this is why you're shaking your head, because this is what's I, true. Yeah. And this is what, this is what was here's the what I'm shaking night, my Greg. for so many.
2: Yeah, Greg, because for the 20th straight year, they are going to have in the AFC the best coach, one of, if not the best defense, and a top five quarterback, like uh, Patrick, Lamar, Deshaun, and then Cam. Right now, he's the fourth best quarterback in the AFC. Who, who are you going to put ahead of him? Philip Rivers, uh, my guy Baker, uh, Derek Carr, Ryan Tannehill. There's nobody. And 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 somehow, you you, you guys wild, you guys go from having. Yep maybe the worst quarterback situation in football to once again well, no. the best quarterback situation in the AFC East. All your javelin oh, yes. stuff that you were lying to America about, you can throw out the window, and you got a, you got a but, real living, breathing, starting but quarterback. Nick,
0: but, if he's healthy, right? If in, at age, what, 31 in his ninth, tenth year, he's the same guy that he was, if they're gonna let the reins off and let him actually run, if the foots come, aren't there a lot of ifs to put him up there? Where all of a sudden, he's one of the top four or five quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah,
2: I, I, well, yeah. every other quarterback outside of L- L- Wilds, every quarterback other than Patrick Lamar and Deshaun has major ifs as well. And to me, Wilds, I would say none of the ifs are as big as uh, the what's his name, the Javelin. I don't even—he doesn't matter anymore. So yeah, I can go back, to forgetting about him, Jared Stidham, because. The if on him is: Is he ever actually going to be an NFL starter? And the answer is probably no, Kevin.
1: Well, I mean, there are a lot of ifs, Nick and Jenna. I I think you're right. Like, what happens if he wins uh, another MVP? Does he put it next to his MVP, or does he put it somewhere else? What does Bill Belichick do if if he wins his seventh Super Bowl? Like, does he put four rings on this hand and three on the other? How's he going to divide it up? But Greg. you never you never deviated i saw like we put up on twitter you always thought cam was going to be with the patriots you never believed in stidham although i was trying to sell you on him um how how do you think this is going to play out are you as enthusiastic as i am
3: i am as enthusiastic because i one thing about sports and one thing about being a competitor just because a team has reigned for so long doesn't mean you have to hate it. You you tend to embrace it and enjoy the run. And I would love to see the New England Patriots continue success. Now, the- <laughs> will they, back. I don't know, but adding a Cam Newton, which I personally, from the outset, I thought that this was going to be his destination simply because the way Bill Belichick operates. If there is a chance at getting a player that will add to what he's trying to accomplish, which is sustain Super Bowl wins and continue this success and stack it, he's going to find a way to do it. And he's going to literally kind of go through every loophole and cut through every crease and try to tie that knot as, be- as best as he possibly can, regardless of what every other team is doing. And that's what I've always loved about Bill Belichick. He's willing to do things that other teams are afraid of, or they should do, but they're trying to figure out, well, this is why we shouldn't, or this is why we can't. Bill Belichick doesn't care. All he cares about is, does this give us a better chance to win? Can they add to what we do best? And if the answer is yes, he's trying to acquire it. So, Nick, again, this, it looks like we're going to be watching the New England Patriots deep into the NFL (laughs) season. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I, we are. They, I mean, they, they again. They want. They were 12 and four last year, with the 17th or 18th best quarterback in football. Even if Cam, even if you think I'm overstating it with Cam, he'll be as good as Brady was last year. Maybe the defense takes a small step back. No one else in the division, aside from Miami, to me got demonstrably, demonstrably better. I, Greg, you and I were in lockstep on uh, throughout this. That the Patriots made too much sense. And I'm gonna, listen, I'm gonna name names here because I'm angry. I, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna read a quote from Tom Curran, my friend Tom Curran. And as Wilds likes to tell you, there's nothing more dangerous than when I call someone my friend on television, about to eviscerate here we him. go. I'm gonna have to read it, by the way, because I'm team no phone case, on a cracked phone because I threw my damn phone. That's why we hung up Wilds, it's because I threw it. So I gotta read it through a cracked screen. This is from Tom Curran a couple uh. months ago. Cam Newton isn't in the Patriots' Patriots plans, wasn't before the draft, isn't going to be after the draft. Have I checked to make sure? Yes. He goes on, you think Cam is going to come in and play for free or less than Marcus Mariota? No, no, he's not. Just because because someone sitting at a desk near a New Jersey horse track says, hey, the Patriots don't have an established starter, let's see if we can get people to part with their money on odds, Cam goes there, doesn't mean logic has to take a holiday. Hey, Tom Curran. I cast that Patriots-Cam Newton bet. It's the only good thing to happen here. There's two good things. One is Jenna. I won the Cam Newton bet. The other one is Patriot fans who have been so happy with Julian Edelman's stupid first-down celebrations and Brady's first-down celebrations. Some of them, all of a sudden, are going to get real mad at Cam Superman celebrations, and that'll be fun to watch. Aside from that... Is a miserable day for football fans in America. It's a miserable day, Jenna. (laughs) Tom
0: Kearns, like Bill Belichick, in a million years never thought Cam would be willing to play for league minimum, which he eventually was able to and wanted to, and now he is right there. So what is that? You guys mentioned Jared Stidham. What does it mean? Could Jared Stidham still beat out Cam and camp? We'll find oh, out. But LeBron and Anthony yeah, Davis as we switch gears, ready to pick up where they left off. Hey, Nick, it's a real story. It's floating out there. Next on First Things First. Yeah, He's
2: going to beat out Cam. Jared. That's <laughs> great. What a day. In a javelin-throwing contest.
0: The stress of daily life weighs on all of us, whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day. Muscle pain and muscle tension, that's a real thing. That's why I use Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now, it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. That's because the all new Gen 4 Theragun has a proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet, you'll wonder if it's on. While you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power that you need. Starting at only $199, go to theragun.com FTF right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash FTF, theragun.com slash FTF. Welcome back. Hey, on Sunday, NASCAR Cup Series action takes off from Kentucky Speedway, 2.30 Eastern on FS1. Then on July 15th, the NASCAR All-Star Race is on the short track Bristol Motor Speedway. See all your favorite drivers in action beginning at 8.30 Eastern on FS1 and the Fox Sports app. Back here with Antoine Walker. Antoine, the NBA restart right around the corner. LeBron is clearly excited about it. I know that because I have an Instagram account. The King took to the gram late last night, posting a photo with the caption, War Ready, hashtag revenge season, continues soon. There he is. So dramatic. The West leading Lakers were rolling (laughs) when the NBA came to a halt. So what will they look like when the games pick up again? Anthony Davis says they'll be better. said, quote, Our chances are higher because we're all rested and we're all ready to go. But Nick, so are all the other teams. Are you buying AD's claim?
2: No, Jenna. I'm not buying AD's claim. And I I like and support Anthony Davis, but this is his most ridiculous public statement since he claimed (laughs) when he wore the that's all folks shirt to his last game in New Orleans that he doesn't pick out his own clothing. Anthony, when the season (laughs) was halted, The LeBron was playing his best basketball since 2018. Back-to-back Western Conference Player of the Month. Giannis had just gotten dinged up and hurt. The Clippers, Kawhi was still load managing and they hadn't figured out their rotation. Meanwhile, the Lakers were as healthy, playing their best basketball of the year, and they were about to be able to cash in what they had worked for all year, Antoine, which was home court advantage. (laughs) Now, nobody has home court advantage. Everyone else that was banged up gets healthier. Giannis will be healthy. Kawhi, we know how desperately important rest is to him. He's fully rested. And the Lakers lost Avery Bradley. So I still think they're the favorites. But the idea, Antoine, that it's gotten easier, that they're in a better position, to me goes against the documented historical record here.
4: Well, I think for AD, it's a little different for I him. Mean, he got healthy. You got to think about it. He was the one guy that's been out a couple games throughout the season. So I think he feels good about his body. He's probably 100%. But they did not get better, Nick. I have to agree with you. They're missing Avery Bradley. Um, Avery Bradley is going to be a huge um, miss for them if, he, if he's not, he's not going to be able to play. I know they picked up J.R. Smith, but he's no Avery Bradley when you think about what he's going to give them defensively. So... Um, and they was their best basketball. LeBron was in a great groove. They had just beaten the Clippers and Milwaukee in the same week. Um, LeBron James is leading the league in assists. It just was too many positive things going well for the Lakers. Now you got to kind of jump, try to jump start this thing again without one of a, a key quality player. And out Dwight Howard, too. Dwight Howard was a big part of what, you, what you've accomplished there as well. So the Lakers are going to be in a little trouble, but if it's one guy that you can count on, that can get them back missing and get them refocused, is LeBron James.
0: But I, I Wilds,
4: go oh, ahead.
0: It. it certainly seems like teams can go both ways on this. Some benefit by getting the rest players that were banged up, dinged up, like Anthony Davis was—the wrist, the knee, the shoulder, all of it—and then there's other teams that they had their momentum halted and they. It seems like the Lakers either benefit or didn't benefit kind of on both sides of this. Where do you think they fall? Were they in better shape before? or, Or are they going to be in better shape now? They are all veterans on this team and they are all well rested and healthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, Anthony talked about like health, right? Obviously the healthiest team is gonna win. Abaka says the Raps are healthy. They had a ton of injuries. Kemba says his knee is healed, so the Celtics are going to be good. Ben Simmons says he's back and better than ever. So who knows what the Sixers are going to do? 29-2 at home, by the way. So they're the best team in the league. They can go and make a run. But, Antoine, I got a question for you because another part of Anthony Davis's quote I thought was really interesting, (laughs) if you could put it up. He said, if you're coming—this is about playing with no fans. If you're coming out of having a bad game, there's not going to be fans there trying to get you going. You're going to have, as we say on the team, bring your own energy. We have to make sure that we do that every night, especially with no fans. I think we're motivated as a team and self-motivated to win. But it's definitely going to be different for all of us. So, Antoine, the question for you is, is that LeBron's job? Or is the energy guy supposed to be someone else on the team? So, like, with, with the Warriors, it always feels like it's Draymond or like Patrick Beverly. Is that something LeBron's going to have to do? And the teams that you played for, was that your
4: job? Or was that like, ah, he's the energy guy. He's the guy who's going to set the tone? Well, actually, it's gonna be the guys are gonna to have to lock in and take it like summer basketball. You're gonna to have to come focused, and you know, if you had, I come from Chicago. We played a ton of competitive basketball games where there's no fans in there. They gotta come. You gotta come self-motivated every day and and come to play competitive pickup basketball. And that's I don't know if that's gonna come from LeBron. You know, LeBron's gonna be focused, but I think Frank Vogel, the energy's gotta be always up and high. But the one thing the Lakers do have an advantage about. Is their roster? If you look at their roster, you got guys like Rajon Rondo, J.R. Smith, guys that have won titles, Danny Green. So they have been in that this, this type of environment where everything's about winning a title. So they won't have any problems, I think, clicking it on. But can they get that rhythm back that they had before this? Before the lot before this, obviously the pandemic. I don't know. But it remains to be seen. But they do have the best player in the world, uh, who seems very motivated and ready to go. So I'm interested to see it. But it's going to take some time. That first couple of weeks could be tough
2: for the Lakers. Huh. And, and fortunately for them, they, they've they earned the one seed already, essentially, so they don't have to play great in the restart. I know if they lose that first game against the Clippers, again, everyone will act like that is the biggest story in the world. Ah, Lakers now one and three against the Clippers. I don't know how much that game's going to matter for either of those teams. But I, I, to me, if you look at this dispassionately, If there wasn't a level of LeBron James derangement syndrome in certain corners of the media where you you try to reverse engineer a way to discredit whatever his accomplishments have been or whatever future accomplishments would be, we would all be in agreement that if we're ranking the teams who were most adversely affected by the season stopping, the Lakers are number one. They were playing their best basketball of the season. They had Their best player, LeBron, had been the best player in the league for two consecutive months. They were healthy, unlike other teams. And I, I'm going to harp on this. Home court advantage in the NBA matters. Any team that was going to beat them was potentially going to have to win a Game 7 on LeBron James's floor. A guy who hasn't lost a Game 7 since... 2008, a game when he scored 45. Antoine, I don't know if you were on that Celtics, you know, you weren't still on that Celtics team, but it was against the Celtics in I think 2008. Like, the, the, the idea that the, the Lake, and by the way, of all the contenders, Avery Bradley's the only one that's a starter on a top, top flight contender that we know is out of this thing. Everything that could have happened to work against the Lakers' Wilds, to me, is already happening. If they do win the—it's why the asterisk conversation is such an absurdity. If they win the title, they will have done it with a far greater degree of difficulty, Kevin, than they otherwise were going to have to deal with under non-pandemic circumstances. Well, it's, a, it's the same with the Bucks,
1: right? They're all going through the same stuff. But, Nick, I'll throw it back to you. They've got the number one seed— when would Nick Wright's wary meter, when would the when when would the hand start going through the hair yeah, of oh, those so first stressed eight games? You lose one, okay. Lose two, when do you start to get nervous? And you see the trailblazers sneaking up and Dame, here comes Dame
2: looking to make a name for himself again, <laughs> knocking oh. big teams out. When would you get nervous? When would I be nervous? So you you weren't with the show yet, but this was in 2018. This was Jenna's constant question. Yeah. Like, when am I finally <laughs> going to be nervous that the Cavs yeah, aren't exactly. going to make the Every finals? Every day I asked him, wow. And she thought, she thought she had me when they were down 3-2 to the Celtics in a series they didn't have home court wrong. advantage. And I told Jenna then, and I will tell you now, here's when I'll be worried. When they're down double digits in the fourth quarter of an elimination game. That's when I'll be worried about the oh, Lakers. Oh, my goodness. I, the last, I, I, I don't worried? see that. What, say it again? If, you, if they were 0-8 going into the playoffs? Oh, they're, they're not going to be 0-8 going into the playoffs, and they're not going to str- have any you trouble, said you were- Antoine, with any of the first-round matchups. Now, I will tell you this. It, 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 Jenna, Jenna, I do think if the Rockets move up to the 4-5, I think that's a tough matchup for the Lakers, and I think the Rockets are a team that has benefited immensely from the rest because you, Russ and Harden, after such a high workload, get time off. So that could be a tougher round two matchup than I anticipate. But if they're healthy, you know, physically and virus-wise, I'm not gonna be too concerned, Jim.
0: Antoine, I've known Nick a long time. I mean, there's stress and then there's really stress. Nick seems really stressed out about the Lakers. And I don't know if he deeply, deeply feels it or he wants to sort of set up a little padding for himself should they come out of the gate and lose a couple games. And he can say, see, I told you so. You don't seem nearly as concerned even though they're missing Navy Bradley, maybe even Dwight, you don't seem nearly as concerned about their restart as as he is.
4: No, because LeBron James is, is taking care of his body. We know that he's done the right things in this in this uh, pandemic to get himself together. AD's probably even hundred and ten percent. He was probably hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent now, and I like that veteran leadership. Um, I think their focus is, is totally different than some of some of these other teams that are out there. It's championship, but nothing for them. So I just believe that their their focus is just a little bit different. And the veterans they got on their team, the Danny Greens, the Rondos, the J.R. Smiths, those guys understand the importance of of what LeBron's trying to accomplish. And that's trying to win his fourth title. And they'll be ready to go. They just need to win a couple of games. So they'll still be able to catch their rhythm. Either win a couple of games to ensure the number one seed. And then after that, they can get, get focused. They're going to have a maybe an easy first-round matchup. And then the second and third rounds are going to be very difficult to get to the finals.
2: I, I, just to be very clear here, put a pin in it. I'm not worried. I, the, the, I have before the season, <laughs> mid-season, right what after the stoppage, side. and right now, Lakers over Bucks in six is the pick. It's always been the pick, and I won't waver from it. I what I so it's not a level of concern. It is, and and Wilds to steal a phrase from you. It is my commitment to take integrity that I must convey to the audience that if we are ranking teams that have been most adversely affected by the stoppage, the Lakers and the Bucs are at the top because they earned the most and where the Lakers have been more adversely affected, they lost Avery Bradley and LeBron wasn't dinged up at the end of the regular season the way Giannis was. So of all the teams who have been negatively affected, I would say it's Lakers, and then you could argue the Grizzlies because it seems like the NBA is trying to find a way to make sure they don't make the playoffs. So that's the point I'm making. But it doesn't mean I have any—this is—my it's level of concern has not even raised to win the—you know, the last team to win a title in America, the Chiefs, were down 24 points to the Texans. Like, I was moderately concerned when that happened, and we all know how that turned out, too, Jenna.
0: All right, you're not worried, but you're very, very stressed out this morning. I think we're all a little stressed out. All right, let's no, talk some football happy to on the she's other happy side. Back on TV. Bring Cam Newton back into the conversation. Is Cam a lot to be <laughs> the starter for the Patriots?
2: Ah, first things this, first. Pers- this, this, this makes me angry.
0: Back with Greg Jennings, time now for Drawing a Blank. With Cam Newton, the New England Patriots now have five quarterbacks on the roster. Cam Newton, Jared Stidham, and other guys. While the thinking is that this is now Cam's team, there are some predicting a quarterback battle. One anonymous AFC East head coach even said he doesn't see Cam starting week one. Nick, Cam's chances of beating out Stidham as the Patriots' starter are blank.
2: Well, listen, with an AFC East head coach saying that, I mean, I want to moderate my answer a bit, so I don't want to overstate it. I'll try to be very precise here. 100% there is no chance whatsoever that Cam Newton does not beat out Jared Stidham. Here's a fun SAT-type question for you. What do these five people have in common? Will Greer, Ryan Finley, Jared Stidham, Easton Stick, and Clayton Thorson. They're all quarterbacks taken in the third to fifth rounds of the 2018 draft who all have the same chance of starting week one this year. Zero percent. You didn't bring in Cam Newton to back up Jared Stidham. You brought in Cam Newton because you were horrified at the prospect of having to start Jared Stidham correctly. So, yeah, 100% Greg Jennings, uh, barring something horrible happening. No, he's the starter week one, Greg.
3: I actually disagree with you, Nick. I think it's slim to none chance that Cam Newton starts what? week one. And it actually wow, has Rick. zero to do with Cam Newton. And I know everybody's like, what? You you said he was gonna go there. I do. I just understand how Belichick thinks. He wants to see Jared Stenham in a game type atmosphere. He doesn't understand. No one has seen Jared Stenham outside of practice. We need to see him in the game. Can he produce? Is he going to be the future? We only have Cam for a year. Yes, we all know Cam is going to take over and they're going to thrive. But for the starters, week one, I don't see Cam Newton being under him. Uh
2: Wilds, Wilds, I know you were pretending to be excited about Jared the Javelin. You would, Wilds, you're the Pats fan. You would be devastated if Cam's not starting week one, correct? No, I, I I I had my
1: original answer was 99 percent, but I buy what Greg's saying. Remember, Belichick's 12 and 0 against rookie quarterback. So if Tua comes in there, Belichick's like, well, I'm 12 and 0. We're going to get this W regardless. Let's throw the javelin out there. Give Cam another week to like master the playbook and go. So, you know, I was 99 percent, but now I'm going to drop it down to 97 percent. Courtesy of Greg.
2: <laughs> what? To master the playbook.
1: Yeah. All right, let's
0: stick with Cam here. His deal with New England has a base salary of just over a million dollars. That's league minimum for a nine-year vet, which makes it that much more shocking the Patriots were the only team to make him an offer. So, Nick, the team that will most regret not signing Cam Newton is blank.
2: I rarely do this, Jenna, but I reserve the right to change my answer later in the season to the Kansas City Chiefs. Because I, if, the, if, if Cam is MVP Cam, and that prevents my guy Mahomes from going back-to-back, back, then the Chiefs should offer him $5 million just to be a backup. But my actual answer is the Colts. The Colts paid $25 million for Phillip Rivers' 38-year-old future high school offensive coordinator down in Alabama. I, I don't understand it. They have drafted so well. They made a great trade this offseason, If they overpaid a bit. For Buckner, they they, they they are moving in the right direction. If they could have gotten Cam for $4 million, spent that 20 million elsewhere, uh, Cam's better than Rivers. I think he's going to be more productive than Rivers. He's certainly less turnover-prone than Rivers. And then the Colts would be a real scary team in the AFC South. So, Greg, I think they're going to regret it the most.
3: For me, I think it's the L.A. Chargers. And when you look at their roster um, and what they have lost, they did lose Phillip Rivers. They did lose their running back. So, But they still have so many great pieces. And to add on to that, you have a coach in Anthony Lynn who is arguably on the hot seat. So you have yep. to run the risk of putting a rookie quarterback or uh, I think, who is it, uh, Tyler who is, there? Who is Tyron their backup T- right Tyron now? Taylor. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. And I, I like Tyrod Taylor a lot, but you're going to put your career on the line for Tyrod in a rookie quarterback versus Cam Newton bringing him in and giving yourself a better shot? Wilds, I, I wouldn't have done it. I would have liked to see the Chargers make a, a uh, bigger stance for Cam.
1: I mean, I tried to answer this seriously and said the Jets, I really say pretty much you know it's like 25 teams cam Newton is great he's a great player i don't know why you guys didn't sign him it was so silly we talked about this on the show nick said watch when cam gets signed imagine being the gm and being like oh huh, who signed oh he's easy he's he didn't say that wow. the jets had 24 yeah. million dollars to spend now the caveat here is this where it's where i think this question's a little bit funky i don't think cam would go play for all for half of these teams I think Cam, Correct. with the deal that he took, said, I want to win. I want to go to the best franchise maybe in all of sports history. I would have to go look at, like, the Greek yeah. Olympiad if there was maybe greco roman wrestling in, like, 600 AD maybe had a more dominant run than the Patriots. Stop, but I think dude. that's why Cam really wanted to join the Patriots in Bill Belichick.
2: Well, well Wilds, I listen, aside from your A historical Olympic knowledge, you make a good point, <laughs> which is we said on this show that 5 million in New England is worth more than 20 million in Jacksonville. And I certainly don't think Cam was going to take this type of money to be a backup. I think the reason New England was able to get him for nothing was because New England's the one spot or one of the only spots he knows he walks in and he is the day one starter, contrary to what the anonymous AFC East head coach says. So Cam wants to be a starter, he wants to win, and he wants to cash in a year from now. New England allows him to do all those things, which is why it is so frustrating that the Colts and Chargers didn't make him the starter. What are they doing, Greg? You're going to break your phone again, Nick.
0: Uh, Let's move on to San Francisco now. Hall of Famer Ronnie Lott had high praise for 49ers, head coach Kyle Shanahan, calling him San Fran's version of Bill Walsh, saying he's one of the most innovative guys in football. How about that for a comparison? Nick, Ronnie Lott comparing Kyle Shanahan to Bill Walsh is blank.
2: I think just a PhD short. And by that, I mean this. I agree with so much of the idea behind this that he is an absolutely off an absolute offensive genius he is an innovator he makes mid-tier quarterbacks look like star quarterbacks schemes guys open and he should have two super bowls right now one is an offensive coordinator one as a head coach if only he had some guy, some mit phd math guy next to him on the sideline like hey man it doesn't take my PhD to know. We got this type of lead this late in the game. Run the football. So I think he'd already had half of Walsh's Super Bowls or two-thirds of his Super Bowls if he just had the right clock management guy next to him. So, yeah, I think he's mostly spot on. He's has got to deal with that game management late in the biggest game of the year, Greg.
3: Yeah, for me, this is... I'm not saying he's off, but this is... Uh, an extreme relationship bias. Ronnie Lott obviously has ties with the 49ers. He has ties with Bill Walsh. He understands what he's seeing and what we're seeing in front of us with the current coach right now in his special innovative ways. And I think they have been great. He has been able to scheme guys open and he has been able to make mediocre to really good quarterbacks look really great. And that is a credit to him. However, he doesn't have the Super Bowls, the Super Bowls that you talk about. If he had them, then I would say he is 100 percent correct. But I can't agree with that. I, he's close, but he's not. He's not Bill Walsh. And I like Kyle Shanahan. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I like Ronnie lot, and I take what he says um, with a lot of uh, authority and weight. But we just had, we just put up the full screen. I thought it was very nice. I think it's a nice comparison. But when you look at the numbers, it just feels like Bill Walsh isn't someone that you should compare people to. He has seven playoff appearances. I don't know Kyle Shanahan's young. Perhaps he's going to be, you know, get a few more. But the three Super Bowls, like Greg said, it's a nice comparison. But I don't know. I feel like Bill Walsh is incomparable right now.
0: All right, moving on to Greg Jennings, or as oh. they call him up north, oh yeah, Greg Jennings. <laughs> But his new nickname, Boom. Mr. Natural Minnesota, that after coming in first place in his bodybuilding competition. Thanks, Wilds. Greg, congratulations. I'm glad I could help train you for this. I'm glad we did this together. Wilds, though, Greg Jennings winning Mr. Natural Minnesota is look blank.
1: Bang. I, I thought it was inspiring, Greg. And I saw the Instagram post that you put up with your family. Oh, oh, and oh, you said how great it was. Oh, was he fly- Oh, nice. How great it was for your kids um, and your whole family to see you try something and achieve your goals. I thought it was inspiring. I thought it was great. Congratulations.
0: Flaunt it, Greg. I,
2: Show listen, us the hardware. I, I am. I am so. In, Greg, go ahead and respond to Wilds, and then I'll go ahead. Go ahead. No,
3: I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. I'll respond oh, okay. to all of you go. afterwards.
2: All right. Well, uh, you might regret that part of it. Uh, listen, I- I'm happy for Greg. I, if I were if I were voting, because I'm biased, I obviously would have voted for Greg. Um, but I streamed this live, and I think it was somewhat controversial. Greg, I thought Dane Corsey. I mean, I thought I, he was right there, man. <laughs> I, I mean, if we could show Mr. Corsi, the man who finished second, to Greg in all what? these categories. I'll I mean, get look out at of that here. fella. I, thought, I no. thought Dane, I don't know, Greg. I, I thought Dane but maybe had just had you nip, so I, I don't know. Like You see Greg walking <laughs> off there, I think because he thought in the moment, oh, I'm going to lose to Dane. Like, this is his big moment. <laughs> no. So, it's a little controversial, but I'm happy for you, Greg.
0: Go ahead Greg no it
3: was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun and Dane did a great job it was a step in the right direction (laughs) for me Um, it gave me that opportunity to compete again i kind of felt like Sundays where you go out and you just compete the only difference was I didn't know who my opponents were I couldn't really focus on them I had to focus on myself but um, to your point wilds for me to have this opportunity to share with my family, for them to jump on board and support. And now I'm training my daughter and, and they're all jumping on this nutritional bandwagon and meal plan, it's, it's been exciting. It's been a life lifestyle changer. Um, and I'm excited to continue to pursue the natural bodybuilding uh, world.
0: Greg, good for you. We've been sort of on this journey with you since you decided to start training for it. You have worked tirelessly for weeks, months. It's it, it, it such hard work. I don't think people realize what goes into getting your body to look like this. So congratulations. Right. And that's awesome like that games. you're training your daughter. I love it. I love it. Yes, except for too bad for the other guy. I hey, guys, <laughs> got to move on. Newsflash. Kevin Durant's upset about something. We'll discuss next no, on First Things First. I love it, Greg.
2: Congrats, Greg. Good job, Greg.
0: The 2020 baseball season will begin on Friday, July 24th with MLB on Fox. Returning July 25th with Fox Saturday Baseball. We are excited. Baseball's back. And, of course, America's home for baseball this summer, as always, will be Fox and FS1. Back here with Antoine Walker. Time for stories to start your morning. Kevin Durant was on social media over the weekend. Shocker. He responded to a fan who <laughs> flamed him, double shocker. An NBA fan post compared Dirk's 2011 title run to KD's title runs with the Warriors, to which KD replied, wipe the tears, classic. <laughs> Antoine, is KD ever going to
4: stop? <laughs> no, nah, he's probably not going to stop because obviously, and, and the, 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 the truth hurts sometimes, but I mean, KD went to a team that had won 73 games, had three All-Stars on it, um, that were doing pretty good at um, getting to finals and competing for championships, and he went and joined them. And you don't really see that often when you see guys of his caliber. At this time, this guy's probably the second or third best player in the league, and go join a team like that with three other All-Stars. So he's always going to have this over his head, no matter um, how much he tries to deny it. But you know, competitors and, and guys will never respect the fact that he went over and, and played with Golden State. It's just something he's going to have to get past. And obviously, he played great with Golden State. But going on to a team that won 73 games and, and obviously three All-Stars on it, possibly three Hall of Fame guys as well, uh, people just not going to respect me as much
1: jeez Antoine I respect it I want more of this more KD he's actually taking his foot off the gas pedal a little bit Nick I wanted more Twitter more Instagram from KD I support him 100% stop making fun of the Warriors titles he's great wipe the tears he's
2: right more
1: social media presence from Durant oh
3: yes more
2: wild (laughs) Antoine I appreciate you for speaking the truth on this that's first of all second of all KD, once again, it was a question. On that graphic, it said true or false. KD could have ignored it. He also could have said false. But the right answer, unfortunately for him, is true. (laughs) It's not just that (laughs) Dirk cemented himself as a top 20 all-time player with that ring. People forget because everyone just thinks about LeBron's meltdown in the finals. They swept, the Mavs did, the two-time defending champion Lakers. They annihilated Katie's thunder 4-1. And then... They beat LeBron in the heat in the big three for the t- for the title. Like, all championships are not created equal. LeBron's one in Cleveland is worth more than his two in Miami. Dirk's one in Dallas is worth more than both of Kevin's in Golden State. Now, if Kevin wins one in Brooklyn, that will be worth more than his two in Golden State. I, listen, I don't make these rules. Antoine does. I just no, abide don't. by them. Everyone knows they're the rules. <laughs> so I, I don't know why this Katie is more- getting all upset, except for this is just how he acts, Jenna.
0: Some of that fancy common core math. Next up, Pacers guard Victor Oladipo announced he's going to sit out the NBA restart in Orlando. The All-Stars played just 13 games this season, plagued by knee and back injuries, but they were 13 of the team's last 18 before everything shut down back in March, so he was picking up steam. But Nick, did this surprise you?
2: It did surprise me. I mean, I thought he was a healthy player, and so I thought he was going to play. I think he understandably, because he had such a horrific leg injury, he wants to be extra cautious, and he knows the Pacers can't compete for a title with or without him. But Wilds, I feel the big winner in this becomes Philadelphia, who now assuredly will move up at least to the five. And avoid Boston in round one. So I think it's a big win for Philadelphia. It's a bummer for Pacer fans where it's now almost a certainty they're gonna be one and done in the postseason. So, yeah, although you paint me as like a dyed in the wool
1: Celtics fan, I actually kind of lean towards the Sixers here. I think the Sixers would dismiss the Celtics pretty easily. I'm very worried if I'm the Sixers about Jimmy Butler and the Heat with no fans. We talked about it earlier, Antoine, the ability to self-motivate it. I think Jimmy Butler is just going to be on 11 the entire time. And that Heat team is going to make a lot of noise in Orlando.
4: <laughs> no, I, I think Victor the is making the right decision. His health is the most important thing. He wants to be 100%. He's looking at getting another big contract um, down the line. Yes. So if he's making the right decision, if he don't feel comfortable with coming back and playing right now and uh, and making this thing a little worse. so he, And he's got 13 games to test out. This is the same guy. So he knows where his body's at. So I like the decision by him. And I'm and, uh, Kevin, I don't know about the Jimmy Butler statement. I, I don't know. The, oh, the jury's still out in okay. that statement.
0: Hmm. All right, moving on to the Knicks now. New president Leon Rose is ready to embark on his first NBA offseason. And Devin Booker is reportedly a name to keep an eye on for New York. Rose served as Booker's agent before he was named president of the Knicks earlier this year. Antoine, what do you think? Would Booker in New York work?
4: Booker would work anywhere on any team in the league. He's a superstar. He'll be a Hall of Fame player when, when his career is all said and done. But my thing with, with, with Devin Booker is that you're just now starting to establish yourself in Phoenix, and you're starting to get some pieces around you. You have a great coach, Monty Williams, and I think that's going to be the difference. I don't think he goes nowhere. I think they continually try to build around Devin Booker and uh, make sure that they continue to keep good players. And he'll go down as one of the top two guards to play the game. He has an uncanny ability to score the basketball. Oh. Um, but, you know, I think Phoenix is be his, his mainstay, even though, you know, obviously World wild West and those guys and, and Leon, those guys may, may make it interesting. But I think he remains in Phoenix. There's nothing
1: I like more than looking out far, far in the horizon. Like Nick, I don't know how long we're supposed to keep our eye on this. He's in the first year of his contract. It runs through 2023, 2024. <laughs> But here's my favorite thing from Mark Berman for The Post. Recent rumblings are Booker can get tired of the perennial losing in Phoenix, which is run by thrifty owner and Robert Sarver. So maybe you upgrade one notch and come to New York, but it's not a huge
2: upgrade. All right, listen, Wilds, I was going to focus on the same thing you did. The contract he's on runs until we have had two presidential elections in this country. So I think it's a little far out. But instead, Antoine... It, real quick, man. Just hey, where'd you go to college?
4: University oh, of that's what it Where'd is. you go to college? You went to Kentucky. <laughs> Devin
2: Booker went to Kentucky. Maybe that's why Antoine that's has right. a player who that. has never had right. a 25-win season. Can Devin Booker first win 30 games before we call him a future Hall Best of two Famer? Best of all time. Future yeah. Hall of Famer? I missed that. My That's God, right. you cut Antoine. He bleeds dots. Kentucky blue. My, <laughs> my goodness. Eric Bledsoe, future Hall of Famer. Excited to know that one. Oh. Speaking
0: of Hall of Famers, Greg Popovich, there were some rumors that the Spurs head coach would jump to the Nets for a godfather offer. You know, what? an offer he couldn't refuse. Yeah, we know what a Godfather I, offer is, Jenna. Next GM, Sean Marks poured water on the fire over the weekend, saying, I'm sure Pop is quite happy. But Nick, Pop <laughs> and Brooklyn would have kind of been a fun run, though, no?
2: Okay, well, listen, I don't know. Ooh. Would Katie and Kyrie accept it? I mean, they, they've got veto power over their coach, even though KD hasn't played and Kyrie's barely played. So I don't know. This is crazy. This is insane. Unless they literally mean a godfather offer, meaning that, that Sean Marks or the new owner of the Nets is going to cut off a horse's head and put it in Pop's bed. He ain't leaving San Antonio. So no, you can dismiss this. Craig <laughs> Poppins going to co- coach the Spurs Wilds until he retires. Yeah, I
1: did like I there's nothing more I like than a news story that comes out like, ah I'm gonna downplay this. Downplaying the idea that Michael Jordan's gonna come out of retirement and serve as the uh shooting guard next to Kyrie. Just downplaying it, everybody. There's no truth to that uh, rumor whatsoever. Uh, uh.
4: <laughs> Not at all. Um uh, it's T Lou's job. T Lou will be the head coach of the of the Nets. Oh Bob is fine ways that right there with the spurs, so d Lou, Pop, let d Lou have that
0: job. He'll he'll take that over very well for you. Nice. All right, Dwayne Wade debuting his new do this weekend, something I've sort of been toying with. Super hot fire, as the kids say. Nick, if you finally ever decide to get a haircut, buddy, can this be of any inspiration to you?
2: No, no. D-Wade, listen, glass houses, I know I shouldn't throw about (laughs) hair, but this looks ridiculous. This was a bad look on Dennis Rodman 20 years ago. It's a bad look on D Wade right now. All right, moving on. Finishing up with a little
0: Iron Mike. TMZ Sports caught the 54-year-old. Are we gonna see it flipping a steel oh shark cage like it's a toy on the beach. I mean, It'd be better if there was an actual shark. Wilds.
1: Well, this is—is is this a regulation shark cage? It feels small for shark cages. Regulation.
0: We gotta go! See you tomorrow, everybody. Stay safe.